Hello and welcome to my podcast. I am Carrie Irvin and I am a certified Christian life coach. On this podcast, we talk about how we think about ourselves, how we interact with other people, the dreams we have and how to pursue them, and ways to find courage to create the life we want, the life we desire. As Joshua 1.9 states, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. I hope on this podcast to give you tools and wisdom to live out God's command, to live our lives as He intended, without the control of fear or failure. Both will happen. And here you can find out ways to help you walk through it. Well, hello and welcome to my podcast. Friends, I'm glad you're here. This is episode 40. 40 episodes. I That's for me. I just, I have to celebrate that. Woo-hoo. So 40 episodes, because I never in my life thought I would have a podcast, yet here I am. So the title of today's episode is, Who Are You Laying Down Your Peace of Mind For? And we're just going to dive right in. And I wanted to talk about this because I believe that so many of us willingly, we willingly lay down our peace of mind more often than we would actually like to admit. And we often do it over someone else. I mean, it could be someone you know personally, it could be someone that you've read about or seen in the media, somebody you'll never meet. I mean, we know somebody that you run into every day, or maybe it's somebody you haven't seen in years. Maybe it's a comment on social media, who knows? And I'm just going to say, with election year breathing down our necks, I feel that we really need to keep ourselves in check with this question, who are we laying down our peace of mind for? So when you think about someone that frustrates you, and maybe it just goes, it goes deeper than that. Maybe it's not frustration. Maybe this person has hurt your feelings by something they said or done, and it goes pretty deep. So when you think about this person, what do you notice that is going on in your body? What feelings do you have when you think about them? And where do you feel these feelings? Where do you feel them? Do you feel them in your neck or your chest? Do you feel your neck or chest tighten when you think of this person? Maybe your stomach turns a bit or maybe it turns a lot, just depending on what's going on. And either way, you notice a physical reaction or do you notice a physical reaction when you think of this person? Now, Most of you who have been listening to my podcast, you know that I am a certified life coach. And in my certification, part of it is what we learn all about the physical responses that our bodies have as a result of emotions, as a result of our thoughts. It is something that we hone in on, and it is something that I bring to the attention of my clients quite a bit, because often when a client is telling me about someone that bothers them in some fashion or form, whether it be really serious or low-level frustration, whatever it might be, I can immediately see in their body language how far they have let their thoughts and emotions go. I mean, they may slump their shoulders, their facial expression, it completely shifts, it changes. I will even see them tense up. I've, I've even seen them do what some people call like, micro expressions where it's just a quick flash and I'm I'm like snapping as I say it but 
It's like a quick flash of something in their eye. They might twitch a little bit. They, they might have grimaced just a little bit, but I see it. And you can see their bodies tense up. I mean, the whole body language can change. And it's obvious because when they talk about someone or something that does this to them, their body is going to react. Now, on the other hand, it's obvious in their body language as well when they talk about someone or something that brings them joy. This isn't anything new. You might be like, I'm sitting across the, the table from my friend at lunch today. This might be you thinking about this. And they were talking about their kids and I could tell they were just so happy talking about their kids. We've all seen that with somebody when they talk about somebody and they're happy about that person, what it does to them physically. And so body language is pretty obvious. So like I said, even if it's bringing them joy, they might hold their shoulders a little higher. They might have a more peaceful or happy look on their face. They even look relaxed or maybe even elated. The whole point of this and me telling you this is because our bodies, it, it, our bodies are so wise, friends. It not only reacts to our thoughts, but it can also signal us that we need to take action. It's not just a reaction. It's also a way of saying you need to take action because the inaction about certain thoughts and about certain feelings about someone has started to take a negative toll. And when your body physically reacts to it, when you start to feel something in your chest or in your stomach or in your neck, some people feel it in their head, you'd be surprised. I've had people feel it in their lower back and they were like, they couldn't even figure it out. I've had clients go, that's weird. I don't know why I'm feeling tension in my lower back, but I am. And it's real. It is a real thing. But they just never noticed it before because we have to hone in on it just for them to see how powerful this is. So with that in mind, let's go back to the original question. Let's go back to the thought about the person that you are allowing to steal your peace of mind and heart. When you willingly lay down your peace, you are forfeiting the belief that you have the ability to control how far you let this go. What you're saying is that I have, this is out of my hands. And that's what you're trying to believe, but it's not true. I mean, what might start out is a simple annoyance with someone. It can fester into something much larger. I mean, and guess who gets to deal with all the bulk of those emotions? You. Maybe it's not just a simple annoyance. Maybe it was something pretty apparent. And any you could tell anybody and everybody would say, yeah, that would make me angry too. But it will still fester. So guess what happens when your thoughts and feelings become inflamed with the negative impacts of thinking and feeling adverse things about someone. I'm going to give you a few moments. Have you guessed it? Well, what it is, is it spills over into other areas of your life. I mean, you might think that you can keep frustration with a coworker at bay. I mean, you don't talk about them. You don't even go home and complain to anybody about them. But yet, you are allowing them to live rent-free in your mind. Then, sooner or later, it will show up, not just at work, you know, with a coworker, and not just with the coworker that drives you crazy. It's not going to just show up with just in front of them, because it will. It will show up in how you interact with your spouse, with your kids, with other co-workers who have nothing to do with it, who may not even know anything about it. Maybe even the cashier at the grocery store. I mean, it goes far, friends, because when you lay down your peace for someone, the peace that you lay down isn't just concentrated in to that particular person. It's not like, oh, this is just about them and I can just keep it compartmentalized and it's good. 
The peace that you lay down has an immense amount of territory that comes with it. When you lay down that peace, there is a big chunk of it. And it, it, it goes into all areas of our life. And that's why I want to talk about this, because if we can prepare ourselves for this upcoming election season, or maybe just going into the holidays when you know you might be around some people that may frustrate you on low level or even high level, this is good to remember. And this is, of course, the core of what we work on in my coaching sessions, because so often the women I coach come to me with multiple reasons that they feel overwhelmed. And there is so much evidence for them to feel this way. I mean, for some clients, it's a relationship with their adult children. For some, it's their parents. For some, it's just life in general. Um, Some of them feel like they were just dealt a bad hand at life and they have so much hard evidence. All of them have so much hard evidence that keeps them in this state of mind. It tells them, yeah, you have lots of evidence here. You need to feel this way. You should feel this way. And this goes, this isn't just a, a woman thing. This is a human being thing. We all do this. And for some, some of my clients, it's also low level frustration, but it's, it's eating away at them. They don't realize they lay down their peace, but they do know that they don't like living in this state anymore. So the Bible reminds us in Philippians 4, 8, and I like going, I love going back to the Bible because that is right there. That's, that's our wisdom that tells us not only how to approach life, what to do and things, but in this case, in Philippians 4, 8, it says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So in Philippians, it is apparent that we have to intentionally watch our thoughts, but it isn't as easy as it sounds, right? Because if that were the case, we would all be good. I've said this before, if we could just, if this was as easy as it sounded, there would be no need for therapists, counselors, life coaches, all that stuff. So what do you think when you think about this? What do you think about it? And how, how do you keep it from nipping away at you? How do you pick back up the piece that you willingly lay down? First, you need to always give yourself grace. This is something you might have heard me say before, always give yourself grace because you are human. And we are going to have people in our lives that frustrate us or even anger us. And this person that you're thinking of, it won't be the last person that drives you nuts or angers you. And that's okay. So it's not like this is going to eliminate that problem. But also give yourself grace for how you felt. No shaming here. And we're not going to blame others. We're just going to own it and we're going to be okay with it. Next, you need to become more cognizant of not just how you think of this person, but how often, how many times a day would you say that you think about how you feel about this person? Maybe you're not like, well, I'm thinking that I'm angry about this person all the time. You might just realize you're thinking about them. And when you do, you become angry or irritated or irritable, right? The more you think about them, and I'm going to tell you this, I'm just going to give you a heads up. The more that you notice, if you're like, wow, I'm thinking about them quite a bit, it might take more work to retrain your brain and to catch yourself. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with the fact that it's going to take longer. I've had clients who have been working on stuff from childhood, feelings that they've had about somebody, and they're ready to move on. And they're just, they're like, oh man, I just would think I'd be, you know, over this. 
but things just keep coming back. And I'm like, well, the longer you've been dealing with it, it's going to take a little longer it's to undo it. It's like, a, it's like a tangled ball of string. And the more it got tangled, the longer it's going to take to untangle it. So it only makes sense. And so give yourself that grace. So it's going to give yourself a little, give yourself a little bit of time to retrain your brain and to catch yourself thinking about it. So third, pay attention to your body when you think about them. What do you feel? And where do you feel it? Name it. Notice it. It's important because once you name it, once you notice it, you're going to start noticing when you do think about that person, you might start noticing how often you feel it in your body, but you just were not aware of. That is going to help you. The third step is going to help you with the second step because then you'll start seeing, oh my goodness, I'm going to, I'm able to catch myself more thinking about them because I've noticed I thought about them and my chest gets tight because I get frustrated with them and I notice my chest getting tight and I realized I was thinking about them again. The two are just interconnected, All right? And finally, number four, how would you rather feel about them? Now, I'm not saying, hear me out, I'm not saying that you have to think about them as your best friend, but instead of letting these thoughts hurt you, and they're hurting you at a much deeper level than you would probably like to admit. How can you think of this person in such a way that you no longer lay down your peace, that you no longer willingly lay down your peace about them? You see, the enemy is the enemy. It's not people. Sure, absolutely. Can people say and do awful things? Yes. Yeah, 100%. I mean, we're, we're looking at things that by the time this thing airs, we're looking at things that are happening overseas in Israel, here in the own, in our own United States, there are things that are happening that people are saying and doing, maybe even just in your own life, personally, people will say and do awful things. But the enemy is the one. He's the one that's using it to do a number on you. So the enemy is the enemy. And that right there helps you see that it's a, you're allowing that to nip away at your peace of mind. In Proverbs 4.23, Solomon wisely states, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. And I wanted to put this in here because your heart, friends, your peace, and your heart, it is yours to protect. And by laying it down, it becomes vulnerable. You're laying it out there for someone to pick up and possibly do damage. And by someone, I'm just going to go there and say the enemy. So guarding your heart and guarding your mind will protect you from becoming prey to the scheming of the enemy, the way that he uses people to get to us. Maybe he planted a seed in you long ago in insecurity and that seed is coming, is just, it's growing like an awful thorny weed. And what's happened is somebody's come along and they've said something that hit a very tender spot. Because friend, the enemy, he loves to devour the peace within us because that peace within us is something that God allows for us to live a life the way he wants us to. And if he can use people to help devour that peace within us, that's that's his MO. And we so often, and I'm one of them, I'm going to tell you first and foremost, I'm one of them. We often lay down our peace for him to take. But you can take it back. And it, it might take some work. 
and give yourself that patience that it's going to take some work. And sometimes it's two steps forward and three steps back. And that's okay. That's where the grace comes in. But keep doing the work, friends. Keep doing it. Until next time. Friends, thank you for tuning in. And if you found this episode helpful, please share it. And don't forget to rate my podcast because rating and reviewing will help others find me and all the podcasts that are out there. And if you're interested in one-on-one coaching with me, I have spots available right now. You can email me at Carrie Irvin Life Coach. That's K-E-R-I-I-R-V-I-N Life Coach at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Instagram or Facebook and message me there. I pray you have a great week, friends. Until next time.